0: It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company & Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: Canva presents stories to keep you up at night. It was an ordinary work day until...
2: The Singapore presentation is it.
0: (laughs) 3 a.m.
1: The office was shocked. (laughs) But
2: That's when we sleep.
1: Maya made it less scary with Canva. (laughs) I'll just record my presentation so Singapore can watch it anytime. Record and present anytime with Canva presentations at Canva.com. Designed for work. Hi, everyone. You're listening to HBS After Hours. This is a very special episode. I'm here tonight with my son, Tylo, who is a senior in high school, and two of his friends who are also seniors in high school, Monsi and Sean. Hi, guys. Hi. Hi. Howdy. So I spend a lot of my time doing work with consumer-facing firms, and one of the things that I've discovered is just about every firm out there has an intense interest in understanding the lives of teenagers. So I'm going to throw a bunch of questions at you, and then we're just going to have a conversation.
2: So we're test subjects, basically. Well, Pretty much. Well,
1: you're here to essentially represent an entire generation. Okay.
2: No, baby. <laughs> yeah, I've done it before. <laughs> yeah. okay. I've done it Does before. That, it's <laughs> All in a day's work.
1: It's all, it's all good? All right. Question number one.
0: Ready? Mm-hmm.
1: I want you to tell me something you're really passionate about, Monsigo.
0: Um, I'm really passionate about Indian classical dance. Um, I've been doing it since I was four years old, and my mom actually is the one that put me in the classes. Dance is in her blood, and she's very, very graceful, and I was not a graceful kid at all. (laughs) I was always in the back of the room, Uh the worst dancer in the class, and my teacher was like, there's no hope for this girl. And I think part of it is because I grew up – like, I'm an Indian, and I grew up in America, and I always desired to be, like, the typical American girl – But I think my mom was really clever by putting me into dance because it was the one time I was really submerged into like an Indian environment. Hmm. And so as I grew older and I started to celebrate my heritage, I kind of became more attached with dance. Ah. And so I think that's how I connected with my mom and I connected with, you know, being Indian. And that was my outlet for really balancing my two different lives. Fantastic. Tylo. The
3: thing I'm passionate about is crew. I row for our high school on the crew team. When I was young, I was like garbage at sports. I would run away if you threw a ball at me, essentially. So To avoid getting hit. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Um, So coming into the high school, I wanted to do a sport. And like I mentioned, ball sports were out of the question. And so I tried uh, crew because it didn't involve throwing anything. (laughs) When I started, it was just an activity. But as I progressed further... It became the thing that sort of gave structure to my life. It alleviated that ennui I had every day. And then the more I got into it, the more I met great people. Some of my closest friends are on this team, uh, like Sean, who's right Aww. here. Um, and it made me much more diligent, much more motivated, and, or self-motivating and disciplined person. I think that without it, I would be a lot less happy now.
1: Okay. Sean, what about you?
3: I'd have to say language.
2: I think is something that I'm very passionate about. My mother is Polish and I grew up speaking to her in English. And I think for like from zero years of age to like nine, I didn't speak Polish at all. And I think there was one day I remember my dad, who was like, you know what? You're really missing out. And so it kind of motivated me to start learning Polish. And from that day on, I was like, only Polish. The rest of the rest of my life to these guys. <laughs> and so that's kind of how I got into Polish. But I'm also passionate about it. Sean, I got to about- tell
1: you, I love when I hear you speak Polish. Yeah. But I love even more when I hear you speak Chinese. When I
2: speak Chinese, yeah. That started... So I went up to my dad one day, and I was like, Dad, I need your PayPal password and your PayPal account. <laughs> and he was like, why on earth do you need... And I was, I think... <laughs> Like 12. Uh, No, like 13. But I was going up to him asking for PayPal. So he was like, okay, what for? And I was like, I need a Chinese teacher. And so I kept on approaching him about PayPal. And eventually I found my tutor, who I'm still with, and we Skype on Saturdays. Awesome.
0: Sean's actually one of the reasons I started Chinese in high school. Really? I just thought, you know, if Sean can do it. Fun. (laughs) (laughs) All
2: right, Masi. Okay.
3: Okay.
1: Okay. Question number two. If you lost all access to social media... Which site would you miss the most?
2: None. I don't use social
1: media. Seriously, you're not on much social media. No, at no at he doesn't he, have a Facebook. He, used to he doesn't use have, Snapchat. Yeah, but he used Snapchat. then he deletes it. So he? Doesn't doesn't doesn't, it. So, doesn't doesn't it. so is he a total aberration? Yeah. He's got in The minority. I'm yeah. a He's ghost. You're a ghost. I'm a complete ghost. You Wait, and Monty, you're on social media. I am. I'm Every pretty active.
0: I would. I would say probably Instagram because I think. I think growing up, our generation used Instagram more than other people. Like, I know my older cousins that are maybe, like, 12 years older than me, they use Facebook. Like, Facebook is their go-to.
2: Facebook is for older people. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. But like, like, if you're it, over tw- 30. Uh, yeah, I want to like, be generous I to, like, like, the older, the mature, <laughs> mature members of our audience.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: so, 30. <laughs> <laughs> Let's call it 30, if you're older than Thank 30. You. Yes. I
1: appreciate that. But just for the record, after you hit 30, then you're over the hill? Yeah. It's just, I you're just over the <laughs> it's, all, it's, downhill. Downhill. It's, it's all, all downhill. It's all downhill after 30. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> all all right. right. Okay. Thanks. I appreciate it. But, Monty, you were <laughs> saying, so mi- Instagram is the one that you would- Yeah, okay. I think
0: Instagram would be the one. I think it's just what I gravitate towards most. Okay. I just, Instagram is the app I use. All
1: right. And then you said Reddit.
3: Yeah, I'd probably miss Reddit.
1: All right. Question number three. What is the most disturbing thing you've seen on social media involving people you know?
0: Um, A former student at our high school put out a video with racial slurs directed at students that go to our high school currently. And I think that was pretty disturbing. And the entire school reacted in that pretty interesting way, actually. How did it all get out? In other words... It was, um, I think it was a Snapchat, right? So it was sent towards a specific student. And then another student just happened to be nearby and he saw the video. And so when he saw the video, he was like, wait, replay the video and I want to like film this video Catch because it. I think yeah. it's terrible. So then he filmed the video and then put it out there on social media. I remember I went to a hockey game that night and people were just going crazy. I mean, it was a, I was, I agreed with their response. I thought it was terrible. But we actually had a walkout, right? Every I, single class that day.
2: I think the adults at our school, they didn't really know what to do themselves. Yeah, So I yeah. think it was good that we took it. Like our headmaster bumbled his way through the entire thing. <laughs> he really, thing. Did. Yeah, he really did. did. I think had there not been a student response, I, I yeah, don't, I don't really know trust How much the, of a response yeah. would there have been? How I don't, much, think, I don't yeah. think it would have been that I much. I
0: think the adults were like afraid to even approach a topic because yeah. i remember was there was groundbreaking when we were in biology yeah. it was just such a hard thing for people to talk yeah. about like it was just people were of... dancing around the subject when like you clearly the, someone the had the to teachers ad- were dancing the teachers yeah, yeah specifically the teacher too. was just saying you know very vague things i just thought it was not handled the best way from the adults i think the students reacted much better and
3: i think it's 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 a hard issue to talk about because people feel so strongly about it one way or the other so that when you try to make your point, it feels like you're attacking the other side. And so if you feel personally attacked in a debate, it can very easily lose the sort of the civility to discuss something like that. As a result, I feel like a lot of, I'd say like authority figures like teachers uh, or adults in general, dance around the subject and take a very neutral stance, which there's an argument to say that that's good, that the teacher's should let the students express how they feel. But you also have to create an environment where everyone feels comfortable voicing their opinions, even if not everyone will agree with them.
1: Yeah. It's hard for me to imagine what is the argument defending.
3: I think the argument defending it was Was, mostly... Like, it's a joke. Yeah, it's a joke. It wasn't... I think
0: think what people were actually... Like, they were just... You're ruining these kids' futures for a five-second video. Why are you ruining their future? Got it. I mean, that's just... You think think before you do, basically. That was kind of what people had to learn from this. And
2: I also think people were finding excuses for the behavior yeah. too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like okay. that they were like intoxicated or they were under the influence and that was ultimately what like led them to say those racial serves in the first place.
1: Yeah. My guess is that you also see really positive things happen all the time on social media. Can you give me an example of some of the ways people use social media that ends up being quite constructive.
0: I think any like celebrating any accomplishment, personal accomplishment, for example, running the Boston Marathon is what I've seen recently in my feed. And it's like that's that's really impressive, you know, and it's it's nice to see people doing that. But
2: at the same time, it's a fine line that you have to deal with when you're posting achievements because yeah. don't brag. Yeah exactly. If bragging comes across if you think they're bragging like through you in real life, I feel like it's amplified Mm -hmm. 20-fold in social media. Like when people post what college they're going to, I feel like you know that's okay, but sometimes when you get like post after, after post, post after yeah, after, after post. post, like <laughs> and wearing, just, repping oh, their t-shirts, repping yeah. their gear, like, oh. oh, check me out! I'm outside the school store <laughs> looking fly. I'm like, all right, like, calm down.
1: Okay, but there's a fine line. Like, yes. do it tastefully. Yeah, exactly. Do it tastefully,
0: and also, taste. I've seen a lot of people put out a little bit too much. You know, personally, like. There's some stuff where you're like, it's oh, like, I, I did not have to know that. You're
2: yeah, like family. Yeah, like yeah. I don't care about that. Like
0: Exactly. So you just need to find a, like a fine line. No. Okay, question
1: number four. Is bullying really a thing in high school? And if so, how does it actually play out?
0: At our high school, it's different than other high schools. For example, I know my cousins, they grew up in the south, in Delaware. Not that south. But like he, <laughs> the, the he the was- The very
3: southern, south Mississippi, Delaware.
0: Was from India, right? So, like, he didn't speak any English. So, like, sometimes his friends would stick him into the trash can. And I don't think I've his ever friend. seen that. His <laughs> our Hello?
1: "quote unquote"
0: classes. He became friends with them after, but like that yeah. was his initial experience. But then our high school is completely different. I think we have a lot of good platforms, such as like the Day of Courage and like wow. the LGBTQ Day, where we celebrate people's differences. But still, you're still going to have people that don't agree and people that bully other kids for being different. And it's
2: nuanced. It's yeah, it's a lot more subtle. It's a lot more yeah. like if you don't like someone, if you don't really vibe with them then you're gonna just stay your distance i
0: also think there are people that make memes out of students which is kind of sad yeah, that's but is it affectionate no no, no, no it's like not affectionate at all I, am, I think that is kind of i think like, the best thing to do would just be to like just let it be yeah Keep if, your you, distance, if you think someone
3: like you don't agree with how someone chooses to live their life avoiding them i think is like fine The most common like bullying I've seen is talking about people behind their back. Bullying is too strong of a word almost for what you're talking about. Yeah, Mm. because that's sort it's like bullying implies it's it's very much on a school level. Yeah.
0: Harsh gossip. Mm.
1: When I look at your generation, I feel like there's so much tolerance and openness. So I look at the way, for example, if you're a gay teenager.
2: Well, yeah, yeah. I, especially yeah. Thir- in different. this time too. Like yeah. thirty years ago, yeah. like I feel like it would be so much more difficult.
0: I think that I do know people who are older who appreciate it and say, "I wish I had this opportunity," yeah. and they're kind of stuck in the life that they've created, and so it's it's hard. It's hard to yeah. see that. I think yeah. we're in this transitional phase, whereas like my younger brother already has friends who like have come out, and he's only in eighth grade. So I feel like that's really interesting to see because I don't think when I was in eighth grade, I knew about anyone coming out yet.
2: I think it's our school, too. Yeah. Very welcoming. And yeah. that's good. I think it's a different experience for kids depending on where they live.
1: Question number five. Tell me something you learned in high school that you actually found kind of interesting.
0: Sean and I are taking a history class here year called Human Geography. And I think that's been like overall pretty interesting. For example, something that we learned about Population. So I never really before this thought about, you know, different populations like China and India struggling with too much of a population, but never really thought about like a declining population. And so this year I learned about Japan and how they have a declining population, how that's that's going to affect their economy in the future. So that I found super interesting and how immigration could ideally solve this issue if it was done properly. And you know, the best way possible. And I'm thinking, why don't we do it? And then there's all these other factors that we learn about. So I just think it's really interesting to learn about what's going on today rather than what we've learned about like in normal history classes. What about you, Sean?
2: I took a class last year, global leadership. Okay. And we had to do 30 minute or 40 minute presentations. And the final project, we were given like $5 million and you could solve any issue that you wanted to tackle in the world. Huh. And so we, my group did um, FGM, female genital mutilation, in the Afar region in Ethiopia. Mm. And so we just developed like a, a big plan to kind of eradicate FGM pra- and, and kind of how we would also like... Sp- spread awareness about the issue throughout the entire, entirety of Africa. So I think that class was really special because it taught me not only how to present mm-hmm. and being comfortable in front of an audience, but mm-hmm. also like I got real world knowledge that I don't yeah. like sometimes in school, we learn things that I don't think is real world knowledge that I'm never going to need to remember. But this class was really hands on. And I learned about like what's going on in our world, in our society right now. Like I was in the now and That so, sounds so fascinating
1: yeah. Alright, question number six If you could fast forward your life To after college And choose any job What would it be?
2: How many years? Ten years? No, right, right, right after college 22. Right after college Right after college Yeah I would Want to go on the path To be a diplomat I think Really?
1: Yeah. What do you know about that life That you find attractive? Not much To okay. be frank with okay. you All But right.
2: I think That it's just like the idea of communicating with other people and people of different cultures and stuff. Yeah. I find that appealing. So, relationships are the cornerstone of foreign policy, I think. And if you're a diplomat or an ambassador, you can maintain those, you can form new ones. And I think that power is one that's very strong to have, and it's a lot of responsibility. And I think that's just something I find appealing about it. Huh?
0: What's it? Um, So right now I'm going to major as a chemical engineer. And so I know there's a lot of things within chemical engineering. Specifically, I'm interested in distillation and pharmaceuticals. So I think distillation is really interesting, especially because of all the waste that we've been producing and how we're trying to purify it now. Yeah. Um, And then pharmaceuticals, I'm like super fascinated, like how as technology becomes more and more advanced, they're able to like just take these drugs and form new ones and target specific parts of the body. Like it just it fascinates me. Wow, fascinating. What about you, Ty?
3: You guys really know what you're going to do with your life? Well, I mean, moving it, forward, I'm very tentative.
0: Wait, yeah. I, I <laughs> it's just good got, change.
3: I'd picture myself somewhere in the math or science field. Those are just the, the areas I have
1: that
3: that traditionally that found enjoyable. But beyond that, I really can't say.
1: How do you learn about jobs? So when you look around at the older people you know and you...
3: The above
2: 30s. I think you... at you develop your, an understanding of what you're interested in. Yeah. And so you can base that off like, I am not interested in math, so I'm not going to go down the same path as Tylo. But at the same time, I like languages. And so, you know, maybe I may end up doing like
3: the whole ambassador diplomat thing. The difficulty for me is I don't really know what a job entails. So I agree with Sean that sort of you have this idea of the things you're interested in, and then as you learn more, as you explore it more, you start to realize, oh, this part of this is not for me, so I'm going to focus on this other aspect.
1: You kind of inch your way there yeah. Yeah. a little bit. Yeah, like you yeah. were finding, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah, and so you'll, you'll, go, you'll do things that you don't particularly enjoy along the way, but it's all subservient to the goal of finding that path that's right for you. Mm-hmm.
1: Question number seven. Was the college admissions process stressful?
2: Extremely. I think there is an abnormal amount of pressure for, it may just be me, to, but what school we get into, yes. I feel like this is, I'm going to be 100% real. It has a direct impact on your self-confidence yeah. and how you portray yourself. So. There's like even a little bit of like embarrassment that I get when I tell people where I'm going to college, and it's so like superficial because you're looking at rankings. Can I and just you're say looking, you're
1: going to a great place?
2: Yeah, that's true. But at the same time, it wasn't yeah. my first choice, yeah. and that that kind of eats away at you a little bit.
0: I think it's just difficult because when you tour these colleges and make your first five choices or whatever, you see yourself going there. Yeah. Because I think, you know, when I did college tours with my dad, um, we'd walk around the campus and he was like, this is like so cool. Like, could you picture yourself here? And I was like, yeah, I see myself like sitting in this library, like doing whatever. Mm -hmm. And now I'm going to a completely different school. And I mean, it's still a great school and I struggled with becoming proud of it and accepting, you know, this and, is my next Yeah, quarter. and I
2: wonder if I'm ever going to get there. I think eventually. You're not there yet? No. I think, I, like, I still am a little bit disappointed. I feel like it's a personal failure on my part. Like, I should have worked harder. And I think that's something that eventually it probably will resolve itself when I go there and kind of get into the flow, get yeah. into the mix of things. And then maybe I'll start building some school pride.
1: You guys are all going to do great. You know, that. Yes. Yes. you're yes. all going mean, to do great. I I hope. Yes. <laughs> you're <laughs> you all going to do great. Okay. Um, question number eight. What your favorite brands? Lululemon. Lululemon. What about you guys?
2: Uh,
3: Nike. I-, I like
1: Nike's cute. hype
2: beast stuff. Too. Yeah, me
3: too. Like raised by wolves. I don't like their newest stuff. Though. No, it's not that nice. Uh, I mean, there's like the cliche, like Supreme. Supreme. Kiss. Undefeated. Undefeated. Stussy. Yeah. Thrasher. I know you like that, Sean. <laughs> I like Thrasher.
1: Monsi. Lululemon.
0: Blue Lululemon. Blue uh, I feel like, I don't know, like really basic, like Brandy Melville, Lululemon, Patagonia. I mean, like that's like a Northeast thing, I guess, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm.
1: Question number nine. What media do you watch? Shows, movies.
0: Grey's Anatomy.
1: Friends. You're addicted to Grey's
0: Anatomy and Friends. I got my parents addicted to Grey's and her Anatomy dad too. Walked, like, like he was
2: yeah. like, oh, have you caught up
3: on
0: season <laughs> yeah, ten yet? He no. loves it. Do they cry when <laughs> um, they watch? Yeah, my mom cry. My mom's a crier. She's my mom a crier.
3: also the biggest cry. Like
0: She anything. was watching. Oh my
3: god, truth Fairy. <laughs> have you ever? Wait, the show was well, Parenthood or something. Oh, Parenthood. Weeping
0: love.
1: Yeah. Parenthood. You're weeping? Absolutely weeping. love that show. <laughs> I'm a weeper
0: when I watch Like parent- I'd,
3: I'd go to talk to her, she'd be in tears and be like, oh, come
1: give me a hug.
0: Parenthood, Grace Anatomy, Friends, I'm d-
1: Gilmore Girls. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, last question, guys. Are you guys optimistic about the future?
2: Like, like the world global giving? warming? Yeah. Pessimistic. Like, yeah. <laughs> Pessimistic. Clean water? Pessimistic. <laughs> but like... My future? I don't know. We're going to have to wait and see. I have a good work ethic, and I think that'll help me through my life. But I also am not confident in my abilities, and I think that's where I'm going to falter.
1: What are you most worried about? What do you feel like is your biggest challenge?
2: I'm always grappling with the feeling that I'm never good enough. Yeah, Lack of
1: self-confidence. Lack of
2: self-confidence is something that I personally...
1: All of you guys feel this? No, him.
2: No, because I'm never satiated with what I've done. Everything, if I've accomplished something, there's always a next goal. I never take the time to be like, you know what, I did that, and that's pretty cool.
1: What about you, Ty?
3: Um, I'm optimistic in the sense that I'm looking forward to doing something different with my life. But I don't know if I'd call it pessimistic, but I have that fear. Because I'm a person that can very easily just get stuck going in a circle, but then reflect on it later and be like, I wasted a lot of time. So I'm worried that I won't have that push to keep going after I reach some level of comfort, but I'm also optimistic because I feel like it's just a matter of my like drive to do it.
1: Hmm. What about you, Motsi?
0: I'm a pretty stubborn person, and like that's kind of my thing in the family. Everyone's like, "Oh, Motsi is a stubborn one," you know, she's not flexible at all. And so I think that that's what I'm working on changing. And as I'm changing that, I'm becoming more and more optimistic. So, like. At first, when it came to the college decision, I was like, this sucks. Like I wanted to go here. Like I don't even care about the future, all this stuff. And now like, you know, I'm like pretty pretty psyched to go to California and seeing what the future holds. I think I'm pretty optimistic about my future. I worry that I will be held back by my stubbornness, but I think that it, I also think my stubbornness helps me at times. <laughs>
1: So before I let you guys go. Finally. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Free from my torment.
1: What I love is to go around and ask each one of you to offer a recommendation for our listeners. Well,
3: let's go in reverse order with Tylo first.
1: Okay, Tylo. All
3: right, so Monsi can attest to this, but I recommend that people check out Cardistry. It's something that I've recently gotten into and it's a lot of fun. What Uh, is cardistry? It's essentially just doing fun things, doing flourishes that are visually pleasing, aesthetically pleasing with a deck of cards. You can find lots of videos and like montages of it on YouTube. And it's a lot of fun. And if you're inspired, pick up a deck of cards and try it out.
1: Wait, so you're recommending a hobby called cardistry?
3: Yes,
2: okay. card. With That's a D. my highlight with a of D. physics. Not cardistry. I thought cardistry. you said carpentry. You know? No, I don't. I don't. carpentry. Highlight I was out of there. physics.
1: Really love doing card tricks. Yeah. Yeah. doing cardistry. Apparently, it's a
0: form of art. Yep. Apparently.
3: So it's not card tricks. It's, it's, it's kind of like it's, yeah, it's kind of like juggling, essentially, except
0: just like with the deck of oh. cards.
1: Okay, Monty.
0: I'm gonna recommend a TV show, which okay. is Parenthood. Because I love yes. Parenthood and I think that there's so many characters, you're bound to relate to one of them. And I definitely think you should watch it. It's not something that's like high intensity. No, it's, so it's not. really low intensity. You can you watch
3: it, when it whenever you, you yeah, should. That sounds pretty high intensity. <laughs> no, it's
0: such a good no, show. I'm telling you. You're
1: going to love it. Just I, I, try I, it. I cry from the emotion. It's not. It's
3: like happy or
2: sad.
0: Both. both. It's, huh. it's
2: Like life.
0: <laughs> it's it's great. No, I'm telling you. Watch it. Watch it. Watch it. Okay. Sean.
2: I think there was a book I read recently called Living with the Seal by Jesse Itzler. And I read it and it's just about this guy who hires a Navy SEAL to live with them for 31 days and like the training they go through. And the book itself, is it's okay. And I recommend reading it. But I really recommend r- researching the SEAL who is – and I don't think they revealed his name.
1: The Navy SEAL.
2: The Navy SEAL. I don't... No,
0: no, no. Just wait, just wait. I was fishing lions. No, 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 no.
2: Navy SEAL. Everyone. All right. Keep up with the program. Anyway. So they have this this guy and he is crazy because he's he like won't sleep for 48 hours straight and does ultra marathons. Running and he breaks like the metacarsals in his feet Mm. and he still goes and finishes the races. And he is just like super inspirational because he's all about motivating yourself. And he's like, I go through all this pain and suffering because that's how I discover myself. And I think it's really relatable because he's like, you... Always have to push the envelope and test your limits. And I think that's something that I really relate to. Just like with crew, with like learning new things, I relate to that never being happy with what you've done so far and always pushing to get more. And so I think just listening to some of his, I think like speeches are pretty, pretty cool.
1: Those are three really great recommendations. Thanks guys. That was fun.
2: It was fun. Thanks thanks everyone for listening.
1: This is HBS After Hours. Support for the show comes from Brooks Running. I'm so excited because I have been a runner, gosh, my entire adult life. And for as long as I can remember, I have run